Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88, wherever you are on the Faith FM network. And this morning you are joined by myself, Lawson, and sitting across from me, my good friend, Nikita. Nikita. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm kicking the bucket a little bit. I'm a little tired. <laughs> But I am alive, I am well, and mm. I'm happy about that. It's a blessing there. How about you? Dude, I'm I'm more than alive and well. That's I'm, good. I'm winning at life. Like Amen. I I'm having a great time. I, yesterday, dude, I, I've just been a fish this week. <laughs> I've just been in the pool, getting it done. Yesterday, I did two sessions in the pool. I did a K in the morning, a K. I did K at 6, a K at 12. And then wow. nothing after. And then I went for a swim again this morning. This uh, the swim I went on this morning mm-hmm. wasn't like that strenuous. I was actually just I was hanging out with my friend Mikey, and I was giving uh, him some learn to swim kind of. Yeah, that's right. I was giving him some some learn to swim tips. You know, getting him to really to float on top of the water, teaching him how to kick properly mm-hmm. and how to swing his arm through with the kickboard and whatnot. Good, so, good. so yeah, oh, I love swimming. By the way, oh, like I, I I'm actually so glad I've gone back in the pool because. Because it's reignited my my love for swimming. Like that's amazing. I really disliked swimming when I was, when I was a kid, <laughs> but it was mostly because it was like we were doing it every day against our will. Uh, gotcha. And by against our will, I just mean like our parents. You know, my yeah. dad being like, "You're gonna go get in the pool for an hour," and like, uh, and you know, we did squad training, and it was just like hectic as. But doing it on your own volition, like mm. like even just getting, I didn't do that many laps in the pool this morning because I was yep. just spending time with my friend and, and mm-hmm. teaching him. But I was just like, this is so nice. I'm just like swimming around and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Say, so, hey, if you love swimming, let us know. And, yes. you, and tell us how often you swim as well. 0491-064-669. Give us some insight into your swimming habits. Or if you're a novice, you need some tips. I, I can give you some tips as well. Hey, coming up in today's show, we are going to be talking about walking. We are going to be talking about confusion. As well, I would say. Uh, we have an amazing interview as well as continuing on in the Psalms with our Bible study looking yes. at the Messiah. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Right now, we are going to have our first quiz question. Yes, we are. So, in the book of Matthew, what did Satan want Jesus to turn the stones into during the temptation? Oh, good question here. Guys, 0491-064-669. This is a classic story. I mean, all the bi- all the stories in the Bible are classic, mm-hmm. but incredibly well known. What was it that Jesus was turning the stones into? What did Satan want Jesus oh, to turn the stones yeah, well, into? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good catch, good yes. catch. Man, it is a Friday morning this morning. Yes. I don't know if that means we're anything. We're preparing for Sabbath. Look, so. yeah, look, we're winding down, but mm-hmm. hey, we're still in it. We're, yes. we're getting it done. Again, that number zero four nine one zero six four six six. Nine. If you know the answer to that one, text us on that number mm. and you'll go into the draw to win two amazing prizes. Yes. Do you have them up for us? I do. It is God with us and God for us. So it's breaking down the book of John, mm. which is my, one of my favorite books as well. So I can yeah, absolutely man. relate with Danuta there. <laughs> yeah. But so it's just breaking down the beauty of God with us and God mm. for us. God is walking with us. He is for us when we have a journey with him, similar Mm. to a relationship. And the author is just breaking that down to have a daily devotional aspect of John there. Yeah, and and particularly like reflecting on 
John how John explores that yes, and, and how it was that Jesus came, you know, as the son of God down mm. from heaven to this earth. It was God who could have been seen as distant, but yeah. showed humanity like, Hey, no, I'm here with you. So powerful stuff there. Again, that number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Just tell us what did Satan want Jesus to turn the stones into during the temptation? A hint there is I'm making it today too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Hey, let's slow, yes. slow, down a little bit. Let's slow down a little bit. Hey, what is happening in the world of positively different news this morning in Nikita? Yes. So, Lawson, mm-hmm. first thing as well, do you like walking? Yeah. I mean, without walking, I, I life would be tough. I, I have some friends who, you know, wheelchair bound and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, and I have deep admiration and respect for them for yes. the, the feats that they're able to achieve in in that space because, because yeah, it's, it's just without walking, life is definitely a struggle. Absolutely. Mm. So I was doing a little bit of research yesterday and I found this wonderful article talking about an exoskeleton that has been in the development for over the last decade. So since okay. 2013, yep. that's actually was unveiled um, last Friday during a press conference at the Museum of Science and Technology in Milan, Italy, mm. where they made an exoskeleton called the twin promising to improve the quality of life and mobility of disabled or injured people in a creative way. Mm. So they've So this is this is wild turning yeah. people into like robots but like in, in the best way like it's like you know how we've got an inner skeleton and the ants have an outer like an yeah, exoskeleton yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we're creating exoskeletons for people who are paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. Or are injured, have injured one of their legs yeah. as well. And ultimately, what this is enabling is not so much protection, like an exoskeleton, yes. but rather, like movement mm-hmm. and walking for those who who can't. Absolutely, and also the ability to retrain their body to be able to move oh, too. So there's actually yeah. three different modes to the exoskeleton, which I have found absolutely fascinating. Mm. Um, so you've, the three modes are walk mode retrain mode and twin care mode. Mm. So the walk mode is aimed at users who are paralyzed from the waist down and the exoskeleton moves their legs for them, um, enabling the user. So they've got the software on a tablet at the moment to adjust the gait or um, that means the manner of their walking and the walking speeds. So if it's a little too fast, they can slow the machine down. If it's a little too slow, they can speed up a little bit if they like. So that's the walking mode. Retrain mode states, like it's as it mm. states, it's retraining the person to be able to walk again. So it's specifically used for users who have minimal to some control over their legs, so they can mm. still feel a little bit. Um, and they actually need to then build up their strength and mobility. So that's what that mode is specifically for. So they worked it out through the exoskeleton moving when it actually feels the motion. So it's the Uh, person moving the exoskeleton in a way, which is really nice because it still enables you to feel like you have that bit of control over the movement that you have in your body. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the wheelchairs that I've seen with like electric motors in them where, Mm. where people like they still wheel it, like they still, you know, grab the wheels and push forward, but yep. then then the motor kicks in. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's that's like versus you know the, there are some like you know uh, people who are 
paralyzed a little, mm. like where they need like a joystick or yes. whatever it may be. Whereas this is like kind of assisted. Mm-hmm. It's like your, it's your volition that's moving it. And then there's like this assist that comes in, which for retraining is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's really, really positive because it's, it's the fact that, you know, these guys, they can't walk without yeah. that. Like they can have some movement, but not, they don't have that strength to yes. move the whole body. So yeah, this is it's this like is sick. training up the body again to get to that stage of actually, eventually, possibly even not relying on the exoskeleton, mm. which will be fantastic for future innovation, and also the ability to not rely on other people too, mm. because it, it's n- not bad to rely on people. I'm not mm. saying that, um, but as people, we like to be independent in certain yeah. a lot of aspects yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so having that interdependence as well there is fat. Fa- just fantastic. Mm. Um, and then you've got the twin care mode. So it, this one is specifically aimed at people who have injured one of their legs, mm. not both. So um, they've got another software specifically for this mode, um, actually enabling the user to adjust their um, walking manner through that and actually kind of align their walking speed based mm. on their mm-hmm. non-injured mm-hmm. leg. So their injured leg can actually move at the same pace as their regular leg. Ah, okay. Yeah. Which is interesting. So it ensures that the movements are even and ba- well balanced yep. in that section there. So it's nothing has changed, but mm. it's still looking after the injured leg too. What I am wanting to know yes. is how close are we to like Iron Man? Like we like I'm talking like a suit okay. that goes over the top of us and it's like yes, it can walk with you in it, but then also you can fly and you can oh. like I mean I okay, mean Okay, it's not that close. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm imagining I haven't seen a picture of this, but I'm yes. I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yes. it's, it looks like it, just, it's a, it's just a big brace, you know, with some motors prototype in it. To it. Yeah, that's right. But hey, you know, because I envisioning a future in which you can chuck a set of these mm. assisted legs on, and they could actually cause you to fly around. Like that's like <laughs> that would be pretty. Like that's like next level. Yes, yeah, next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. But. But hey, uh, enabling walking like this is fantastic. Mm. This is great so news for the users. Uh, uh, sorry, for the listeners. Um, mm. What the exoskeleton looks like? You've got something that is wrapping around the waist. Mm. Um, then you've got the biomechanics actually going down the outer sides, and you've got a thigh strap and a calf strap. And it actually um, enables your shoes to be slid on. So there's this metal plate mm. to slide into your shoes, similar to that of a. Um, Oh, insert, foot insert there. And um, so you're actually able to, yeah, have your shoes connected to that. Uh, I actually initially thought when um, I saw this that they actually had their own shoes. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You need to order it with your own shoe size as well. But no, you actually can insert your own shoes there. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's pretty bulky, but it's it does the job that it needs to um, do for people there. And... Looked at the battery life as well. So you've got one hour of charging and four hours of battery life at the moment, mm. which is, I mean, really good considering it is taking up a lot of power and usage um, currently. And it's been in the development for just over 10 years. Um, so there's still much to learn and develop through this space as well. Mm. And at the moment, the user does still require crutches to mm. actually help maintain the balance ah, too. Okay, okay. So it's still being guided and taught in a way that you still need that assistance, mm. um, but it's still helping out people to still actually learn 
Here's how to walk again. Mm. Here's to retrain your body in getting used to that movement again. It's like aiding a little child, but mm. um, not necessarily a child there. Um, but giving them the ability to grow in a space where, hey, you can walk again. You can learn how to do this again. Mm. You don't necessarily have to fully depend on um, another person to move your wheelchair if they aren't able to do that. Mm. But this enables them to actually feel a little bit more, um, yeah, able to move. Yeah, around. independent and, yeah. And, and having movement. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is amazing. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Joined by myself, Lawson. Got my good friend in the studio as well, Nikita and yes. Shell on the decks. Our studio is a bit thinner today. It is. Uh, it's decided to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah. It's on a diet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the the, the, the foundations of this room are, yes. are doing better. You know, they're, 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 they've got less burden on them. Hey, mm. you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. Let's have our next quiz question, please, Nikita. Can do. As discussed in yesterday's Bible study, there was a young musical man in David's court that penned the 89th Psalm and whose wisdom Solomon's was compared to. What was his name? Wow. Yes. Hey, hey, if you know the answer to this one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. You've texted that number with the correct answer. Yes. Go into the draw to win the prizes for this prizes. week. Prizes. That are being drawn today mm-hmm. at 8.45 a.m. So get your answers in and to win these wonderful books, God With Us and God For Us, breaking down the beautiful gospel of John, being able to actually see who Jesus is and how he was back then, but also how we can relate to him now and the lessons that we can learn today and actually apply in our lives. Mm. So if you know who the young musical man in David's court that penned the 89th Psalm and whose wisdom Solomon's was compared to his name, please send that through at 0491-064-669. Again, that number 0491-064-669. Nine, our prizes for this week. God with us and God for us. We want to give them to you for free. Amazing mm-hmm. expositions, you could say, or, or exploring commentaries yes. on the book of John. These are fantastic books by James W. Gilly again. God with us and God for us. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning and getting into some more heavy news. Mm-hmm. I want to start off by talking about uh, just... Uh, you know, yesterday yep. we had the the charging and like the final sentencing mm-hmm. um, of the first and only national school shooting here in Australia. Oh, uh, this this shooting actually took place in May last year, and this is something that flew totally under my radar. Yeah. This is the first and only school shooting that has happened in Australia. Now, I think the reason it flew under many people's radars because no one died. Uh, no one, no, no lives were lost in this shooting, but there was a 15 year old boy. And it, when I first read this headline, I'm like, okay, I've never heard of this shooting before mm. and no one died. I'm like, what is the context of this? But it was, it was very much, uh, you know, was I like, oh, did a, some kid like bring a gun to school for fun and fire yeah. off around or something? But no, unfortunately, in this case, there was a 15 year old boy. We don't have his name because, you know, mm-hmm. under 18, identity yep. protected. Uh, who came to school in Perth 
heir to the Atlantis uh, Beach Baptist College. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he came to school with two rifles and some ammunition, and he would let off a number of shots into the sides of the buildings um, before calling the police on himself mm. after the school went into lockdown and getting arrested. Okay. Now, the context or the, or the reasoning for mm-hmm. why he would come and do this is he was despondent due to a failed relationship and rumors that were being spread about him. Oh, wow. So he came to the school mm-hmm. um, struggling with the confusion and the difficulties. It, it was then shown in the court case that over the previous 20 days, he'd been mm-hmm. looking up on YouTube about, or not YouTube, but the internet about, you know, uh, the repercussions for yeah. school shootings and firing rifles and doing all this stuff. Anyways, um, he would come to the school. He would talk to a friend actually the night before yeah. saying, don't come to school tomorrow. And the friend just like took it as a joke. Uh, it was just like, gotcha. oh, yeah, surely not. Uh, but he would come to school armed and would let off multiple rounds, as I said before, before calling the police on himself and saying over the phone uh, to the police that he intended to kill people and himself, uh, but changed his mind as he did not want his siblings to be related to a killer. Uh, The police then arrived and arrested him. And and I I see the story, I read the story, and I see someone, again, a 15-year-old kid who is deeply, Mm. deeply, like, troubled. Yes. But in, in this confused and despondent way. Like, this kid is just full of despair mm. after, you know, uh, a life hub that all of us go through. You yes. know, I, I, I remember, you know, being 13, 14, Formidays. 15, going through <laughs> the, the, re- the relationship drama and mm-hmm. the issues and feeling just deeply saddened after that. You know, the, yeah. the first time you get rejected oh. or whatever it may be. Just oh, like, yeah. You're just so hurt. You're you get like, a lot of pain. That's and- right. You're like 13, 14. You're like tears running down your cheeks, like crying into the pillow at it's home. Like, Mom, like, she rejected me. And, and yeah, like it's, it's a heavy, like confused emotional time for mm, any kid. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate in this case that, you know, this. I don't want to say like it's unfortunate that he had access oh, to. Yeah. I, I don't want to say it's unfortunate that he had access to weaponry that mm-hmm. he was then able to, you know, use and exploit and whatnot. Because his his father was a gun owner. Yeah. And the well, the rules of gun ownership in Australia is, you know, the federal laws regarding gun ownership is that you need to have the gun cabinet locked and mm. no one except the owner of those guns yes. know where the key is. And in this case, the son knew where the key to the gun safe was. So there was, yep. you know, some, some repercussions there probably for the dad as well. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately it was, you know, this kid going through this deep time of pain and distress and was incredibly troubled. Um, it wasn't that he had access, I think, to, to weaponry or firearms that enabled this to happen, but mm. rather had probably not been taught the right coping me- mechanisms yes. to deal with this kind of pain. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you know, and, and this is quite a heavy subject. Mm. I want to, you know, 131114, that is the lifeline number. If you are struggling today, yes. please reach out to, you know, mental health professionals and uh, those who are willing to help you and those mm-hmm. who are willing to listen. And whether it's people in your circle or, as you know, as I said, the lifeline number who is willing to, to listen and to listen to what you're we're going through if you're going through crisis. Um, because the reality is, is it's not a gun. There, There is 
a, a lot of other ways in which people can do very drastic things yes. to either bring theirs or other people's life to an end. Because I remember, um, especially being younger, you have these um, aspects where kids end up just cutting themselves or going through all these really um, depressive episodes mm. in actually choosing these very um, harmful things, not only to yeah. themselves, but to the people around them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the case is, is that the, the question for us is, okay, well then how can we put it, you know, how, how can this little boy know mm. this, this, and I say little, he's like 15. How can this kid, how can he know that, Hey, like you've gone through a, dire and drastic situation you know you're in school as well people are spreading rumors about you feels like the world's crumbling yeah like how do we deal with that and i think what we see from the word of god is that despite us you know being often Mm. confused and despite satan being the author of confusion yes god is offering something different the bible says in first corinthians 14 33 says for god is not a god of confusion Mm. but of peace as in all the churches of the saints uh God is wanting to give us understanding. Amen. He's wanting to make clear uh, the difficulties of our life. He's wanting to show us what we can do mm. when when we struggle, when we go through heavy times, you know, no matter what age we're in. And and we yes. we saw you know right throughout Australia, whether it was uh, this fifteen year old boy, and mm. I'm just thinking of of particularly in regards to suicide, mm. whether it's this fifteen year old boy or his farmers, you know like losing their crops and whatnot yeah. to drought and not being able to to pay the banks and having to foreclose and all these kinds of things, mm. uh, whether it be young people everywhere. it's it's yeah. I, I believe for people from between the ages of 18 and 34, like suicide is the yes. number one killer. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we address this issue? And I, I believe wholeheartedly it's by drawing close to Jesus. Yes, mm. I, I, I believe in in counseling i believe in crisis aversion and 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 when those things are happening that mm. yet yeah, people need to be directed to whether it's hospitals or whatever like yeah. I, I i believe that and and the reason i believe that and the reason i i support that is that i personally have been through that mm. um as a as a 17 year old coming to a place in my life where i just didn't see hope for the future yeah i didn't see any steps forward that i could take and i felt as though my life was over um, and going through going through suicide watch and and being mm. being in a really heavy state at that time, but I you know sitting here as a twenty five year old who lives a happy flourishing life who is you know really blessed, uh, I can only attribute that to the work that God has done in my life and and uh, even the, the the improvements that He's made in my mental health and mm. and whatnot. Yeah, God is really willing to help in this space. He's wanting to help us to overcome mm-hmm. our issues and our difficulties. Amen. So, hey, praise God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Joined by myself, Lawson. I've got Nikita yes. in the studio as well. Hey, do you want to give us our next quiz question? Yes, I do. This one is a fill in the blank. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your blank you shall establish in the very heavens. 
which is found in Psalm 89, verse mm, 2. Okay. Hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. If you text that number with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week. It's going to be mm-hmm. at 8.45 today. So, guys, these are your final opportunities to get in for the prizes, which is God with us and God for us by James yes. W. Gillian, Exploration of the Book of John. Do you want to read that question for us one more time? Thank Can you, Nikita. Do, for I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your blank you shall establish in the very heavens. Mm, powerful. So hey, 0491-064-669. We've now come to the interview time yes. of our show today. And on the phone, we have Samuel Braga. Sam Braga uh, from down there in Sydney here to tell us about amazing things that are taking place there, particularly in the space of evangelism and reaching the community with the message of Jesus. But Sam, good to have you on the show. Yeah, it's good to be here, uh, Lawson. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on the show. Yeah. Uh, now, I noticed your, your name is, is Sam Sam Braga. Senor, de donde yep. eres? <laughs> well, originally I'm from Chile. Mm-hmm, okay. I was born in Chile <laughs> and uh, I came to Australia in 1989. Wow. Oh, amazing. Okay, so you've come over from Chile and now you're working as, you know, in the evangelistic space. Yes, I've been in ministry for many years mm-hmm. and uh, doing evangelism, you know, for most of those years. And uh, it is a, a joy mm. of proclaiming the, the message of Christ. Yeah, amazing. Where are you based now? I live in Sydney. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Sydney is a, is a large place near Liverpool in Sydney. Mm. And um, when, I'm in, when I'm in Sydney, I attend Concord mm. uh, Church. Mm-hmm. Hardly ever there. <laughs> I travel a lot. <laughs> ah, traveling a lot, speaking a lot, getting it done. That's amazing. Hey, we can just start. I just want to ask you. I just, you know, this is the first time we've met. So I just want to ask you some questions, man. You know, usually yeah. we, we get people on the show who, you know, I know personally and we'll get them on. But hey, so you've been working in ministry here since 1989, doing, doing evangelism and whatnot. What was, what was the process and the calling for you in that space? Look, I, I grew up in an Adventist home. Mm-hmm. I, I I sensed a, a calling to ministry since I was a little boy. Mm. I took my first prophecy seminar when I was 13 years of yeah, age. Wow. Mm. I ran my first major evangelistic program when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I, I did ministry from, I went to Avondale College between the years 1995 and 1999. Then I went into paid ministry and uh, I went, uh, you know, into lo- uh, church ministry. And then uh, the Lord called me um, to dedicate myself fully to public ministry, and that began in the year 2010. Yeah, Amazing. wow. So you've been getting around Australia, sharing the gospel, reaching out into communities, and bringing people to the Lord. That's powerful. Uh, yeah. a, a powerful journey. And. Hey, we'd love to know about this event coming up in Windsor, in Sydney, that you're going to be running. Give us some some information and some insight into what it is that you're going to be sharing and what you're trying to do there. Yeah, we're running a program called uh, The Prophetic Code, Mm. and uh, starts on the um, 8th of March at 7 p.m. at the Windsor Seventh-day Adventist Church. Mm. And uh, it's an exciting program. I've run this program now a number of times mm-hmm. uh, around Australia. 
and uh, the response of people has been just amazing. Mm. And the objective of the program is to introduce uh, people to the amazing knowledge that is contained in the scriptures, especially mm. of the prophetic knowledge. Mm. And uh, we begin looking at a prophecy that was written 2,600 years ago yeah, wow. that has marked the destiny of the world for those two, for the last two and a half thousand years. And some predictions that that prophecy gave are being fulfilled right around us uh, right now. So that's the first night. It's called uh, the Dream Code. Yeah, wow. Oh, that is powerful. Now, I, I, I've attended and I've actually, I've actually preached prophetic code before as well. And so I've got a bit of an insight into the, uh, the programs coming up, getting into not only prophecy, but also what happens when you die. What is, what's, what yeah. is, what is hell? When is yeah. Jesus coming back? Like all of these different super important biblical topics. And furthermore, also who, who it is that, that, Christ is and what he has done for us. Yeah. And I'd love to ask, you know, from your experience sharing these kinds of programs, what has been some of the real standouts and highlights uh, as you've been traveling around and, and sharing in these different communities this Bible truth? Look, it's it's lives transformed. Mm. Um, I've had the, the privilege of taking these programs in jails in other countries. Mm. And, uh, and seeing people whose life were a mess, mm. uh, turned around. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I can think of a, of a fellow in a jail in Poland who, you know, his lifetime, he'll spend the rest of his life in jail, a criminal. Mm. And, uh, he gave his life to the Lord and has become a light in that jail. Uh, even, even an angel appeared to him and brought a Bible to him inside the jail and, uh, and his, his life has just complete, uh, been completely transformed mm. and he has brought hundreds of inmates to mm. Christ. Wow. By participating, by, by, you know, uh, being part of one of these programs. And it's, it's just incredible mm. what the, the Lord can do with, uh, so that's the highlight. The mm. highlight is, is seeing lives transformed because though we preach prophecy, the center of the message is Jesus mm. and the hope that is found in him and the fact that uh, he can uh, take us from where we are and change us and give us a brand new, you know, life and hope for the future and, uh, and, and a meaning in the present life. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And, so that's that's the objective of the of the uh, of the program is to uh, allow people to you know the realization that even though we tend to live in a in a context that everything is pessimistic, uh, there not everything is like that. There is light. There is mm-hmm. uh, you know life can bring joy and you can have hope and you can enjoy your present life. And you can have hope for the future mm. and in Christ. Christ is the hope of life. Absolutely. Hey, I would love to ask a question on that. You talked about pessimism and, and context. Mm. And here in Australia, we are quite a secular location. You know, there are many people like myself who grew up and, and like actually yeah. my co-host Nikita, growing up in situations where religion is, you know, 
someone else's deal, but yeah, not your yeah, own. Yes. It's 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 other people's things, or you know, you might go to a religious school or whatever it may mm. be, but you grow up not going to church regularly, not considering what the Bible says. From your work here in Australia, sharing the gospel publicly, you know, in these different spaces with people all over the country, what have you seen to be the reaction of people? Um, reactions from wow to I have never ever heard anything like it. Yeah, I, wow. I, I, to one of my programs was coming a man that was an atheist, mm. and um, at first he was skeptic. When he heard the first presentation, he was just, he didn't know what to do with it. It was just something he had never heard. Mm. By the time he finished, his life was completely changed. His mm. conception of God, his understanding of the scriptures and, uh, and that, uh, you know, there are, <laughs> there are messages contained that are just mind, uh, blowing. Uh, his life was transformed and he ended up giving his life to the Lord. Mm. Uh, and that that's one story in many in Australia there is, we are a secular country but mm. things that are happening are turning people's minds around and they are beginning to search for a spiritual answer mm. um, we ran a program in Aubrey last year and um, we had uh, between uh, you know 30 to 60 uh, people from the community turning up every night. Thirty-six people, you know, gave their lives to the Lord. Wow! Amen. And so, and and it's happening in small towns. We ran a program in Millicent. The mayor of mm. town turned up to the program and came almost every night. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, just ran a program in Kara. Mm. And, uh, you know, little, you know, the church is about five to ten people. And mm. uh, we had eight people from the community turning up. And they just love, love the program. Mm. And so there are, there is, there is a desire for something better in Australia. People are coming to a realization mm. that, uh, you know, the, the, the commodities we face really don't cut it. Mm. The, the, we have everything, but uh, there's something missing in our lives. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I can see clearly from that work and the work of, you know, a lot of public evangelists in that space and, you know, particularly as you mentioned, like prophetic code and these mm. kinds of programs is that it's ultimately turning people to the truth of the Bible and how God and Jesus is reflected so clearly through that, um, to show us that he knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. He loves us deeply. Uh, yeah. and he's, yeah, he's given us life. He's given his life for us. So that's, oh, that is amazing. Now, hey, give us some information about this program coming up in Windsor, in Sydney, and uh, what's yeah. going to be happening down there. Okay, the address, it's uh, 93 Macquarie Street, Windsor, which is mm. the address for the Seventh-day Adventist Church. It's across the road from uh, Toyota, the, mm -hmm. the dealership. Um, if they want to, you know, if their listeners want to know more, they can call uh, Nelson. And I'll give you the number. It's 0466-662-245. I repeat that. 0466-662-245. They can visit our uh, website, which is tpcode.net forward slash Windsor dash Sydney. Mm. 
tpcode.net forward slash Windsor dash Sydney. And they will find all the information there. They can book a seat, uh, you know, on the, on the website. Mm. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to meet whoever comes to, to the program. And I, I guarantee that they will not be you know, disappointed. The program mm. will live up to the highest expectations. Yeah, absolutely. That that is powerful. And of course, people, you can give us a text at zero four nine one zero six four six six nine as well to get some of that yes. information as well to point you guys in the right place. Sam, thank you so much for joining us on the breakfast show. We have about a minute left. Is there anything that you want to leave with us before we go? Yeah, um, the invitation to the listeners to come and participate in something that most probably they have never, ever experienced before. Mm. And they are free to come and go. No one is going to coerce them or push them or try to, you know, play trickery on them for them to stay. Mm. This is a, a free opportunity for people to come and look at evidence that they may have never considered before. Wow. Amazing. Hey, we love that. Praise God for the work that you're doing as well. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.